You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. So this is another bonus episode. And in this episode, I am sharing a previously recorded audio regarding developing your brand identity. And this is a follow-up to a previous recording I did in, in season one, which is episode 17, season one, how to create a visual brand identity for your business. And as I mentioned in that audio, I'm definitely going to provide a follow-up because when you think of when you think about developing your business and starting a business, you need to think about who you are as an entrepreneur. Um, you may know who you are as a career professional and in your previous job, but but rarely are people prepared for the question of who they are once they decide to start their business. So in this audio series, I'm going to focus on helping you define that. So enjoy the episode. So what is a brand? A brand is not a logo. A brand is not an identity. A brand is not a product. A brand is a feeling about a product, service, or organization. And so this is a, this is a quote from Marty Neumeyer, who is an author, speaker, and a brand and creativity expert. Well, what he's saying is a brand is all-encompassing. It's not just one thing, but it's also a lot about what your brand makes people feel when they come across you or come across anything that you sell. And people need to feel something when they visit your website, when they see your content or or images that you produce or anything that you put out there online. And how you make people feel is what people will remember. You need to have a couple of mindset shifts. Or the first mindset shift you need to have is that you need to know your brand worthy. You need to know how awesome you are, your qualities, your skills, your expertise, your knowledge, and all of these things that you need to share with your audience. You need to believe that you you have these unique skills and qualities because that is what's going to set you apart from everyone else. And the second mindset that shift that needs to happen is it's time to think about who you are. And I know this sounds simple, but it it's what a lot of people struggle with when it comes time to focus on them and the business that they're trying to create. And this is particularly the case when we transition from nine to five careers Let's face it, when you've worked in an industry for 15 to 20 years, you've lived a life identifying with your job, your title, your career, or the company you've worked for, it's really hard when you try and sit down and think about what's unique about you. And this is the same with me. When I, when I was, you know, I came from 22 years in, in nonprofit and I allowed my uniqueness to be absorbed into my job. So much to the point, it it was challenging when it came time for me to really define who I am as a brand. And once I, you know, once I launched my business, who I I was as a business owner. So from this point forward, 
you have to stop connecting yourself to your company, your profession, on LinkedIn, on social media platforms. This mindset shift allows you to focus on the brand you are creating instead of staying trapped and identifying yourself in the job and and a role that you want to leave behind. And the sooner you do this, the sooner people will begin to take notice of your business. The other shift that needs to happen. So when business owners use social media for business, they typically just post their product with a description of the product. And and that's kind of it. And this is the same thing I did as well when I started out using social media for my business. And needless to say, I sold nothing with the strategy, which wasn't really a strategy. It was a tactic. And the reason this is not effective is because people will only buy the product if they are in the market for it. So if that's all you're posting, there's no other connection for them to have with you or your business. So when you build a brand, you're continuously engaging people around something much bigger than your product. And it is then that people will start to build connections with you as the brand and become and and you will become the go-to expert for a particular problem. So people don't connect to products. We talked about that. And they connect to brands. And your brand identity is important when you consider the fact that there are thousands of businesses that offer the same product or service that you do. And your brand identity helps potential clients connect with you because they know what your brand represents. So the question you have to ask yourself now is, what do you want your personal brand to represent? In other words, what are the values of your brand? As a business owner, everything you participate or we participate in online and offline is associated with our brand, whether we like it or not. So you have to think about what you want your brand to be known for and the ideals that are important for your brand to represent. So what ultimately does your brand represent in terms of values and ideals and what you want to be known for? So now think about what unique skills do you possess? Think about your experiences and your knowledge that you can use to help the people that you want to serve ultimately as clients. So when you showcase your unique skills, your abilities, your experience, your knowledge, and your person, think about your personality, you are able to stand out from the competition. I want to give you an example. Someone, let's say, for example, you're selling a digital course that teaches moms how to create crafts with their kids. So when you think about your content strategy and when you think about unique skills and, and, and values, think about your content strategy in the case of this uh, mom, the crafting mom, right? So your content strategy would probably focus on the crafts you make with your own children. So you would post videos of you making crafts with your kids. You would take photos of you making crafts with your kids. And you may even, you, you would even definitely provide instructions so that other people can make crafts with their kids as well. So in, by doing all these things, you now become known for crafting with kids. So you will attract people that want to know how to craft with their kids. Attention solopreneurs and freelancers. By now, you may be feeling the pinch of inflation in your business. The reality is 
The more people spend on life's necessities like food, gas, and rent, the less they have to spend on your goods and services. But I have a solution for you. If you earn $3,000 a month in revenue and you've been in business at least three months or more, you may be eligible for business funding. And the best part is there's no hard credit increase. You get transparent terms and no collateral is required. So if you need funding to get through a tight spot, invest in marketing, or just cover an unexpected business expense, all you have to do is visit marketinggymllc.com and click the self-employed funding tab to get started. Now, back to the episode. And this is the same concept, whether you have unique skills around fashion, makeup trends, fitness, keto, pet training, and the list goes on. And also in my example of the crafty mom, she is engaging her ideal audience around the thing she is passionate about. So when all you have to offer is what you sell and you don't provide people with value, people don't connect with you because you are not giving them any value, nor are you really standing out as unique in any way. So make it a point to understand your target audience's pain points, struggles, and how your product or service solves these issues for them. Because if you understand your target audience, then it will be easier for you to actually create content that helps them solve a problem. And the more valuable the content you share, the more you demonstrate what you're an expert, what you're an expert in, and that you should be trusted to solve your ideal audience's problems. So using what you know about the solution, the solution for your product or service, think about for a moment about what your target audience needs. Share your expertise with with tips and strategies in the form of images, videos, content, podcasts, and on anywhere you have an online audience to communicate your expertise. Another big piece to developing your personal brand is ensuring you are attracting your ideal audience online. I want you to answer some basic questions right now about your target audience. And the goal is for you to actually refine your target audience because you just want to make sure that as you're developing your personal brand, that you're actually attracting your ideal audience online as well. So you have to ask yourself, what problem does my product or service solve? And who does your product or service solve this problem for? Then you want to think about what are the demographics of your target audience? So who benefits most from this solution that you're offering? And then you need to think about where are they congregating online? What platforms are they on? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Pinterest? So you want to definitely hang out on the platform where your target audience is hanging out. And once you know the answers to these questions, you will know who you are communicating with, where to spend your time and where to spend your marketing dollars if you choose to pay for advertising to reach your ideal audience. And the beauty of intentionally shaping your brand is you are in charge of your own narrative by developing the image you want for your business. 
Now, as we take a moment to kind of reflect on everything we've covered so far, I want to give you some things to think about when you think about the feel of your brand. Your personal brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Remember that. And more importantly, let's discover why. And let's start with the what when we think about the feel of our brand. So describe the look and feel of the brand you'd love to have. And what is the feeling that you want potential clients to experience when they encounter your brand? And think about this in terms of emotion and how you want people to feel when they experience what you sell. Describe the tone of voice or attitude of your brand you'd love to have. And the tone of voice is not just about the colors, but about it's about the language, the messaging, because that's all very important in how people feel when they come across your brand. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. And keep in mind that this episode is part of a series of bonus content that I'll release specifically around branding. The Boss Experience Podcast returns with new episodes in September. So this is my way of just continuing to give you value with some of my previously recorded content. So I hope you're enjoying it. And so feel free to reach out to me and let me know if you're enjoying this bonus content. You can email me at Michelle with one L at marketinggymsolutions.com. I'd love to hear from you. Okay. With that being said, I look forward to you tuning in for the next episode. Take care. Starting a business is easy. Making money from your business is the hard part. The only way to launch a profitable business is to have a plan, direction, and one source of information that gives you everything you need to get started. So what if I told you that a blueprint exists that can take you from finding a business idea you love to launching a profitable online business without an email list, a big social media following, or wasting your time scouring the internet trying to put the pieces together. Get the only source you need to launch your profitable business today. Just visit bossbusinessplanner.com to get yours today. Now back to the episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.